Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is Books and I will be the DM for this episode. I will be your slightly panting, a little bit out of breath and always frazzled DM for this episode. I have to say I am officially 34 weeks pregnant. We have got six weeks to go until the baby is here. It's like no time at all. Um, I can barely breathe. So when you hear those heavy pants... Pretend I'm jogging while recording. Don't pretend I'm just lazily sitting on a very comfy spot. Or that she's um, like a dog because dogs are fun when they pant. Or like yeah. your person creating life. Person <laughs> creating life does not sound nearly as cool as a dog or a person recording a podcast while running a marathon. Mm, I uh, guess it depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just feels absolutely absurd to like be sitting perfectly still. And get out of breath by saying one sentence without pausing. We have the same effect. If you say, if you start talking about hot dogs, Caitlin will also lose her breath. <laughs> I also so. cannot breathe and I don't have any child within me. I'm not creating life. I'm simply. It's just an just, automatic pant response. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you just mentioned hot dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> corn dogs specifically. Ooh. So sorry. The corn dogs over really. the edge. Oh, man, I felt like Caitlin the other day. I was craving a corn dog so much that we had perfectly good lunch at home. But I went and drove myself out to get a corn dog. Proud and of I you. was like, Caitlin would approve of this. Of course I would. I always approve the corn dogs. Corn dogs. Well, as I mentioned, I will be your slightly out of breath DM for this episode, which means I'll be the one rolling the dice to see just where this adventure goes. But of course, I will not be adventuring alone. Today's adventure is going to be a test of unusual knowledge for my two friends in order to, to better prepare me. And really, this is just for me. This episode is for me to better prepare me for having this baby that's currently making me out of breath. Um, I'm choosing to test my friends and have them come up with some creative alternatives and solutions for me because I feel wholly unprepared and six weeks does not seem like enough time. So consider this our crash course in um, baby rearing baby having 101 and i am going to take complete advice from two uh, mm -hmm. dog bums yes, yes. thank you <laughs> yes, yes, yes we are mothers yes yes they are mothers are they mothers to humans no but i feel like you are excellent dog moms and because you are such excellent dog moms who you know occasionally yeets your dogs off of stairs or sometimes you, know, you drop a baby poison sometimes them you with some essential you know? oils Things happen. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all you done are, this. You're the right humility level of parent to help me create my crash course for um, baby uh, raising. And so you you might have heard these two wonderful voices um, that are going to become my childcare experts for today's episode. First, we have someone who I know will be ready to um, sing just the most unusual lullabies for this baby based off of her very curated playlists. Uh, and that is... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Um, I am 100%. I love to make up songs about whatever they're doing at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like kids love this. It really helps them. You know, you're supposed to sing, read to them, talk to them. And I think um, it's going to make your kid specifically uh, maybe a little bit of a freak. And I can't wait for that. I fully support this. And if you do choose to rely on like a song that's already well-known or published like it plays on the radio and everything what do you think will you be your go-to lullaby if like you have to rock this baby to sleep mm, um either who let the dogs out goes to a lot um it's yeah. a go-to or you know what uh candy shop by 50 cent both very good <laughs> options i feel very like you good. could get the good bounce and sway rhythm mm -hmm. to both those songs yeah and uh that's essential for rocking baby down to sleep like keep going listen, i know some people spot. like Whoa. all the little tradition ones <laughs> But we need songs that are relevant to our childhood. <laughs> All right. Next, you hear another voice. And this person is going to help my child accomplish something that I don't necessarily want them to be experts in. I have to clarify that. But I know is also very necessary for them. And if they're going to do this, I want them to be the best. So Drugs. here to help my baby Alcohol. have the best shriek and scream whatsoever regardless of the situation it's hey it's caitlin i'm not gonna scream or screech right now um but i do i do think that i'm so glad you brought me here i think i'm completely qualified and the most the reason why is because i am like having a child if you have mm -hmm. me in your life 
you have to watch me like a child. Mm-hmm. You have to help me like I'm a child. <laughs> you have to take care of me, feed me, all of the above. You yeah. have to make sure I don't eat too many corn dogs. Like try to, you know, avoid having potty accidents <laughs> regularly. So, mm, so important, a big challenge. You do also have to explain basic things like why the grass is green. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Why do cars go like that? Yeah. Why do they prevent from household fires quite regularly? Yes, mm. a daily on yeah. a daily basis. So yes, it, I think having me on board is like it, I, I'm prepared. I am prepared. Always prepared. It's been good practice with you because you're a little less breakable than a child, but you do require the same level of attention. So you're that like you're that baby step of of child raising. Child exactly. care. Just don't break me next just, time. Just less fragile. Um yeah, and I, I'm very excited that like I won't have a kid that lets out these little weak little screams because they will learn from you mm. and the deep, world deep will know from the belly when they are upset. It will not just be us. The world will know. Good. Um, (laughs) So those are our two co-hosts. How this episode works for those of you who might be unfamiliar with our show is we have a list of 20 talking points. I roll a dice to see which ones we discuss during today's episode. And as we go about our adventure... Cassie and Caitlin will have the chance to win some experience points based off of their submissions, their answers. But if they displease me with whatever they submit, they will earn damage. Um, today's a very serious episode. There's a lot at stake. So your, I do your expect, future child. Yeah, I do expect like just some top-notch quality answers regardless of what we're discussing. So um, damage is very much on the table because future child is on the line. Uh, so just, just to prepare you in between today's rules, we're also going to have a fun little adventure related to child care and helping me get my life together before I bring new life into the world. Um, I need all the help I can get. I've brought obviously the best people I could think of to help solve this. So I feel like we're, we're right on track for success. Um, but in order to be on track for success, we have to get fails out of the way. And I think we should definitely start with that. Um, can you share with me how you might have failed? I would just like to say, I feel like um, you brought the perfect people on here. We're ready to raise this child. Um, I Am I letting my dog play with a match right now? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> will this be good for your future child? Probably. We were both so quiet because we were watching. I'm watching Cassie as she's like putting this match in my dog's mouth. Like, and it's like a little part, stick. It's fine. Yeah. It's like a stick and he's like just trying to bite it and he just so badly wants to bite it. But he's being so gentle <laughs> and so nice. Sweet. So um, sweet. So that's, I'm sorry, you asked for fails and I went to success and I kind of flexed how good of a... <laughs> you did. Oh, yeah, you you, you skipped ahead, um, but I'll take it because it was related to baby care. So, <laughs> um, but I'll go. I'll I'll go to my fail because it was guys. It was a rough one. Um, oh, no, it happened at work. So prepare yourselves. Prepare your body. Um, we had a. Um, there was an inspector that showed up to a job this guy who like nobody likes um obviously and this one specifically sucks and we have a newer guy in the office and you know I was, like i'm his go-to person to fill him in like on uh the, the gossip of everyone who's involved in our company and like who we run into so um while when they initially said you know oh this guy showed up today my immediate response was uh that guy eats ass <laughs> Instead of that guy sucks ass, I did say yeah. that guy eats ass. At which point, we're just like, what? How do you know, Cassie? I'm very informed on his personal uh, bedroom tastes. They were like, what do you guys talk about when you run into him? And I was like, oh, God, no, no. He eats ass. He tells like, me about all the ass. He's very he eats. open about it. Just ask him about it. But the fa- like, it was just instant, and it was kind of like out of like it was it was too immediate of a response that now everybody yeah. constantly is just coming to me for the ass eating knowledge. And, um, <laughs> so it. who else eats ass? Cassie, <laughs> Cassie, ass eating Davis. <laughs> I'm gonna Google that now, and your name's gonna, your fucking face that's, is gonna pop up. That mm-hmm. is my other profile. You will see some things. <laughs> that's fucking beautiful. I love that so much. <laughs> Um, books, you kind of already, you know, spilled my fail, just like I spilled my fail all over my countertop. Um, 
because yes, I almost burnt the house down again. I cooked some pasta, and uh, I stood there. Cassie was able to be witness to this. I stood there as the uh, water overflowed from the pasta dish as -hmm. it's on the stove and just like burned on the electric stove. Just kind of like watched it bubble, watched it have its fun. Oh, I mean, I did say stop. Water? No, you did. She did say stop. No, to be I fair, did she did stop, say no. stop. Uh, and no, so the bubbles from the the pot it over bubbled and uh-huh. bubbled onto the stove. And then since mm-hmm. we have an electric stovetop, it just yeah. kind of fizzled and burned and left a cool little burn mark everywhere. I didn't even know it was possible to fuck up with an electric stove. Like, that's the, like, relief electric stove. You can't have, like, grease fires, really, or... I think we talked about this last time. I hate electric stoves. I do, too. But I always think, like, well, at least, like, grease fires aren't going to happen. Because that's by fear with my regular stove. Um, I'm pretty sure grease fires can still happen. When Caitlin's involved, somehow. Yeah. No, because grease fires have nothing to do with the actual stove. It's, like, it's a hot pan with oil in it. Well, you need a flame. Yeah. You need heat. You need right? a flame. You need a flame. Do you need a flame? You need a flame. I'm pretty sure you need flambe. a flame. Flambe. It needs to flambe. flambe. Wow, I just learned something today. Also, I bet you I, I can still do it. We <laughs> could be wrong. Caitlin could find a way to defy this, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, like the grease fires need that flame to ignite and the grease can catch on fire. Uh, I'm not going to believe you. Fire, but only that's heat. the best case scenario. Do not let her believe this. I'm not oh, gonna, that's I'm not true. I'm not you are it. at risk of a grease fire. Please don't take this. I'm, I'm not going to believe you. Um, uh, but uh, my other fail is that Nelson did run me into a wall when I was running with him. He um, he hurt my little elbow because he was going so fast I couldn't control and he ran me into a wall. And it was kind of payback, I guess, for me running yeah. into him. So many different things. Yeah. To but be like fair. also like a good mom, you took the hit and baby boy was okay. Also, I was trying to avoid glass that was on the floor and he wasn't following. So I was holding really hard and then he fucking whipped me into the wall. It was very rude. Wow. That's my boy. What a little rascal, that boy. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining this scenario and that's why I'm all delayed because I can picture this all too well. It's very easy to see this happening. But my fail is a bit more related to today's episode theme. I I guess you could probably see why this was on my mind and why I was thinking about it. Um, Because you got a baby. I got a baby coming probably a little sooner than six weeks, um, but most likely right around six weeks. And uh, I have no nursery. I have not taken a single birthing class, labor class, any sort of prep. Um, Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. have done basically nothing to prepare me for How this. How complicated can it be? I <laughs> right? mean, it's just bringing another life into this world. I mean, the people who are who like are going to be helping you, they know what they're doing. They should know. They should they know what that. they're doing. Yeah. yeah. When you go to a spa, you don't learn how to be at the spa. You don't. just go. And, like, and they tell you how to spa. Same level of I, enjoyment. Same experience. Same experience. Just same as calming. Just as relaxing. Um... I was like, kind of not too, too worried because I was like, well, you know, I'll go into labor because like my water will break and I'll just have to like go to the hospital and, you know, deal with the unpleasant side effects of that. But then once it happens, like you will figure it out as we go. We can ask the like doctors lots of questions while we're there. Nurses lots of questions while there because you're there for like two days anyway. Um, But then I recently found out like most women's water doesn't even break. As a sign that they're going into labor. Like, you don't even get that as a gift. I don't know why Wait, TV what? shows show it all the time. No! Half the time, it doesn't happen. And they have to know? break Just them for the you. intense pain? The contractions. But Braxton, his contractions happen all the time. Yeah. And so you have to time them. And you have to make sure they're like... They won't really admit you until like they're 5 to 7. But they also might admit you if they're not quite 5 to 7, but you're dilated further along. And you don't want to be dilated too far along because then your contractions will go really fast and you won't have time to get an epidural. So, like, there's <laughs> there's things that I'm learning and mm. it feels a little late. So, um, we're jumping on that game now because people get I their masters take... in like eight weeks. Like, you're at six weeks you and you don't this. need your masters. You just need to fucking yeah. get the shit out of you. Like, I that's... just need. So, that's today's episode <laughs> is a crash course on. <laughs> I Baby. do also, I want to make you feel better because my mom, so for my brother, she went to the hospital. She had my brother like around his due date 
She did mm-hmm. not have a nursery maid, nor did she have the room where the nursery was going at all, like cleaned up. So while yep, we were in nope. the hospital, mm-hmm. a family member had to go and set it all up so she didn't have to do it. And that's how you do well, it. Okay, came so home the to a nice nursery. That's exactly how you do it. That Okay, I just got to wait it out a little longer then. Yeah, you know, just don't do it. The hustle. You probably now I actually got to slow down. <laughs> you're probably ahead of the game where you have all of the appliances, every like the bed, everything you need for the baby's room. That's already ahead of the schedule. My mom didn't have any of that shit. You've this already her, done too much. It was her Sit first back. child too. You, you would th- think <laughs> you'll find out how unprepared I am during today's episode. <laughs> you'll find your, out. Your family will find out after you have the baby, and they have to scramble. <laughs> and they're they're like, oh damn. Well, I guess now it's on us. It's like, oh no. Do I want my grandchild to sleep on the fucking floor? No. You probably should build no. him a bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, listeners and Kayla and Cassie will find out just how ready or not I am for this baby. Here it comes. <laughs> it's coming regardless. But before we get into all of that fun and exciting um, bit, let's go ahead and dive into our adventure. That's something I'm much more familiar with. So I feel like that's something we should take on first. I'm going to go ahead and roll for us. Does it make you feel better that we birth an episode every week? Yeah, yes. we do raise you know a life every single week. 230 times we've done this. I feel much more confident, you know? Like, I feel like... We created yeah, it, this. we pushed it out, and it was received. <laughs> That's right. We care for it before pushing it out and yep. after. Yep. And then we pimp it out later mm-hmm. once it's out. Yep. Are you not supposed to pimp out babies? Because I was already planning. You got to. That's <laughs> what Instagram's that. for. That's you got, how, how I'm going to get free shit. Yep. Like, the kids are expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send us binkies. <laughs> All right. We rolled a four, which is actually going to be reading corner. Can you guys share with me what uh, dramatic readings you would like to share with? So I have one coming from Twitter. It's from at Keaton Patty. And it's so... It says, still enthralled by the novelizations of Austin Powers movies. And here's an excerpt from the Austin Powers movie novel. I've gone the wrong shagging way, Austin thought to himself groovily. Austin stopped the cart and attempted to turn it around. However, Dr. Evil's disasterly corridor walls were too close together to make a U-turn. Austin had to think fast. He turned a little one way, then reversed a little, then turned then reversed on and on for minutes until the cart he was driving was perfectly wedged perpendicularly between the unsexy walls. Yeah, baby, said nobody, since this was not good. I think this is the guy that does the AI, creates these stories. I think yeah. he's yeah. the one who like, cried over the Olive Garden commercial about. Yeah, I um, hope so. I hope so. I w- this would make sense for that. Yeah, That Olive yeah. Garden commercial still brings me joy. I still love that one. I am surprised by how little shagadelics and all of that there were. Was there two? There was a shagging, uh, the wrong shagging way. Mm-hmm. And then there's the unsexy walls. Uh, there's yeah, baby said nobody. Uh, and it was not groovy. Um, yeah. Only one shaggy. One. Shagging. That's kind of disappointing. I feel yeah. like there should have been definitely more. More shagging. Yes, you're right. More, always mm-hmm. more shagging leads to babies, though. And then you end up in books' situation. So remember yeah. that. Uh, books, in honor of you, I have found um, a midterm that somebody has written. So I will be reading both parts of um, the writing and also the grading that has come back on it because um, it did get, receive an F. Uh, I don't know why because it's beautiful. It is a Philosophy 101 midterm paper. It is titled... Mario the Idea versus Mario the Man opens up. Everyone knows Mario is cool as fuck. Teacher's note. Horrible opening. But who knows what he's thinking? Who knows why he crushes turtles? Uh, Teacher's note. To save the princess? Also gross. Back to the article. And why do we think about him as fondly as we think about the mythical, non-existent Dr. Pepper? Perchance... teacher's note you can't just say perchance (laughs) i believe it was kant who said experience without theory is blind but theory without experience is mere intellectual play 
Mario exhibits exhibits experience by crushing turts all day. He exhibits theory by stating, "Let's go, keep it up, baby." <laughs> Teacher's note: Stop and aggressive question marks. Back to the paper. When Mario leaves his place of safety to stomp a turkey, he knows that he may die. And yet, for a man who could purchase lives with money, a life becomes a mere store, store of value, a tax that can be paid for, much as a rich man feels that any law with a fine is a price. We think of Mario as a hero, but he is simply a one percenter of a more privileged variety. <laughs> Teachers know, why are we saying this? <laughs> Why are we not teacher? <laughs> Why? Right? We're Why is this here? not mandatory discussion? <laughs> this was oh valid. my goodness. This is where it left off, and I feel like once the teacher said, "Why are we saying this?" I feel like that's when they really dug into some real mind-opening yeah. shit. So, unfortunately, I don't have that. I do just love the amount that he does. You know, he has this theory, and he buried it with talking mm-hmm. about crushing turts all day. Yeah, up at the beginning, yeah. and mm-hmm. I love that. It was very good. I would be so happy to read an essay like this. <laughs> it would really break up all the rest of the shit she, they're getting. Yeah. Listen, so many of the essays I get are just ass kissing of what the students think I want to read. I don't want to read mm-hmm. your dumb thoughts <laughs> like geared towards what you think I want to think. Oh, most frustrating thing. This is original. Unique. Specific- would right enjoy it. Bat, as soon as the title is Mario the Man versus Mario the Idea. Like, yeah. you got me. So yeah. I'm, I'm sold. Uh, it's intriguing. It's new. I guarantee I haven't read something like it before, so would be very happy. Um, all right, I'm gonna bring, as usual, another nice little ebook. This one's not free, but I found oh. like the series, and each title just got better and better um, as they went on. So this one is part of the series, and it's called Captain Dreamboat. Mm, you love it already, Captain Dreamboat. And, uh, you know, it's got a guy that's shirtless with just some sort of useless rope dangling from his shoulder on the cover because he's he's a captain. All right. So Captain Dreamboat, this this plot is all over the place, too. And that's part of why I had to um, share it. This this man carrying a rope shirtless on the cover doesn't do justice to what this description is. The problem with being the family do-gooder. Sometimes you need to do be bad or selfish or whatever it's called when I lock lips with Blanca Pavlo in a hospital hallway. I'm nuts about the sexy science goddess, but it's a dick, dick move to ditch a lifetime of rescue work staying here instead of heading back out into the high seas where duty calls. But it turns out donating an organ gets you grounded for a while. A few months at my family's resort means more time with Blanca and less cha- and more chances she'll notice I suck at self-care and need her help. She has a point and also a plan. That's how I end up tied to my headboard with balloon animals. No. What? Adopting a homely cat and joining Blanca for a bubble bath that's way steamier than any full clothed fully clothed event ought to be where is this plot going what <laughs> he threw a lot at us he's tied to his bed with balloon but balloon yeah, animals. balloon animals <laughs> so not just the balloons they have already been formed into animals how somehow being used somehow to maybe they were like formed while he was being tied up it was like that's hold the on. only way i, think. I eventually is going to be a dog but uh, right now because <laughs> like i imagine like cuffs but made out of balloons but he, it's no, a it strictly balloon, balloon animals balloon so yes. like animals i guess his arms tied up by a giraffe neck like yeah. <laughs> exactly like Elephant's here's a little princess crown, crown. Yeah. The, the crown ties you down bitch <laughs> it's so wild like at first i was just like oh okay he's a he's not just a captain he works like as a rescue um like a coast guard or something and then he's an organ donor and then okay, why is he having... That confused me. I thought she was grounded for donating an organ. No, um, he's he's the one grounded. Wait, what? Yeah, he's wait, the grounded? organ donor. He's the organ donor. Organ donor, and she's playing nurse. What the? What for is some happening? wild reason? Even though she's a science goddess, is what he's he calls human. <laughs> How much is this? There's already so many issues with this plot. I must know how much I would have to pay you for this. You can buy this for $5. Worth it. 
worth <laughs> every penny just to try to figure out how it all ties in. Right? Like what? What else can possibly happen? So that's that's my reading corner. Um, if anyone has read Captain Dreamboat and would like Please. to tell me what this wild plot is, um, I need to. There's. I need to know. I need to know also what specific balloon animals was he tied to a bed with? I there just... needs to be a whole chapter on the balloon animal, and I'm not <laughs> kidding. If there's not a whole chapter on this and going deep and if into it's like history, a fucking snake or something, I'm going to be really disappointed. Um, oh, I didn't even think of a angry. snake. It's got to be. It's got to be more elaborate. I want a whole chapter on yeah. how he got into balloon animals, his mentor, and then how he yeah. decided to tie it to his king. Well, I think all. it's her. I think yeah. she might be because she's, she's a scientist him. with a balloon animal <laughs> animal. Bag. Could you imagine the smell of that latex? Oh no! What? Oh no! I can't. Oh wow! This is. I like, simply must spend five dollars on this. Oh man! All right. Well, thank you indul- for indulging with me in your reading corners, Caitlin, for your AI yes. script that did not have enough shaggy, but you did read it very well. I'm going to go ahead and give you thirty points, and Cassie. I am very jealous that this professor had the honor of reading this particular the essay. The honor and the privilege. Yeah. I feel like they looked at it from all the wrong perspectives. Um, you're going to get 45 points. Thank you. And I, I do have to say, Cassie did show me some an amazing reading for a reading corner that I would like to share part of uh, from Alice Her- Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls. I feel mm-hmm. like sharing a small portion of this because it's just very, very good. It's currently the 10-year anniversary, and my man uh, today mm-hmm. said, burn it down. Burn down my whole... Uh, <laughs> Disney relationship. Creation. Yeah. <laughs> ...our real emails from the Disney TV Standards and Practices Department. Monday, September 9th, 2011, page 31. Please revise poop face as it comes across as a replacement for shit face. Prior use of Mabel saying poop, poop, and butts in the episode Fight Fighters came across as more childlike and not as offensive. I've never met a human on Earth of any age who would be offended by a cartoon saying the word poop face. Not changing it. Page 492. It has come to our attention that hoo-ha is a slang term for vagina. Please revise. (laughs) It is a proper word meaning excitement or hullabaloo, and that is clearly its meaning here. The context is an owl-themed restaurant called Hoo-Ha's Jamboree. Not changing it. Page 14. Please revise. (laughs) Chub pup on t-shirt. Chub as a sexual connotation. This is silly. It's an image of a fat dog. From the context, there's no reason to think chub means anything other than that. We have ran this phrase up the line, and unfortunately, the concern surrounding it still remains. If you'd like to send me some alternate phrases, I can run those and let you know what becomes of it. Alternate phrases. Chubby pup. Tub pup. Chubbity pup pup. I can't believe I have to do this. Page 380. That's just just part of it. But it's just a bunch of emails back and forth between him and Disney and his script, and it's very good. Beautiful. So I feel like he absolutely wins the, beautiful. He wins the. He yeah. He's he pulled the receipts. And he's he was the like, true wiener, winner of uh, reading corner. The true wiener. And the wiener. wiener. Oh man, I've lost all focus just thinking about that. I need that whole clip to just go through. It's very good. You can follow Alex Hirsch. A L E X H I R E C H on ins- Twitter, and uh, you can hear the Get whole more. thing. It's like it's like five minutes long. It's burn it's it so- down. Um, I'm very very pleased with that. I'm very excited to go check that out too. I will be doing a deep dive of all of his <laughs> little interactions and stuff. I'd never even thought about all of those little script changes and how controlling Disney, they especially with Disney, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it it sh- does make sense. And with Gravity sense, Falls, but... it was just like kind of a dark show. And it did, it did like kind of a lot of times it did feel more adult. Would have been a little better suited for maybe Cartoon Network where they didn't give a fuck about boundaries. Yeah. yeah. It would have been easier time for him for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now on to we're taking a step away from our regular adventure and we're getting into our little in-between section, our Child Care 101 crash course so um i have mentioned that the nursery i don't have it ready i did not mention um the full extent of it the nursery is currently under construction 
as in Perfect. one wall is not complete yet. So it's not only that like having, you know, maybe set up some furniture or giving it a nice coat of paint or anything. It's literally got a hole in it. <laughs> and that's that's probably problematic. But you could just put peekaboo to the baby. Also, the baby doesn't right. sleep in its room uh I mean at the beginning anyway, so it's it's gonna be you're gonna have time anyways. It's gonna be fine. There might or be someone else do it for going you. on. Yeah. Like while baby is here, but it, it's gonna be fine. Also, um, all so, you've yeah. done is created the seed for a future career for him. Now mm-hmm. he's just gonna be so intrigued by construction, and he's mm-hmm. right. what you've done is essentially fast tracked him um, onto a uh, a trade school. He's a gonna career be, path, yeah. Like, go ahead and put a hammer in that crib at the same time. He's <sighs> gonna be ready. The smell of sawdust is gonna soothe you. <laughs> he will never cry as long as sawdust and saws are going. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the hope. That's the real, real motive here. Um, So nursery is not ready. Nursery is currently under construction. Um, But baby's going to need a space like for their things. And like for like they'll they'll sleep in my room. He'll sleep in my room for a bit. But um, also going to need more space than just the, the bedroom that I am currently in. And, like, maybe not always sleep in my room, depending on how things go. Uh, and so, baby needs their own space. And I, I thought, when I give them the most updated, nicest space that our car- house currently has, um, which I believe you guys know, what's the most updated space that my house currently has? The backyard. That lit-ass backyard. And that's mm-hmm. exactly where you put that little baby. Let him right? Get, get right underneath the stars and enjoy that life. Put him next and to the, your little fire pit. They'll be Roast good. that baby. <laughs> so um, backyard for baby seems like a perfectly rational thought. And actually not that unusual. Because there is a country that has babies sleep outside in actually sub-zero temperatures. What because the it's fuck? Believed what? That leaving babies to brave the cold will rem- make them resistant, like help boost their immune system and make mm. them more resistant to or getting colds or coughs. To a murder. <laughs> um, it's only for like nap times. It's not for like the whole nighttime. But yeah, babies are regularly left outside in this country. Um, and I would love for you guys to take a guess at which country has this wild tradition. Iceland. Russia. That is a no for either of you. Would you like to guess again? The Netherlands. Poland. You both are closer. Oh. Sweden. <laughs> what was that? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> That's correct. I don't know if the pronunciation <laughs> is correct. <laughs> That's Russian. <laughs> I don't know how to say yes in Swedish. I I couldn't tell you. But in Sweden, babies are regularly left to sleep outside. And it is a tradition that they believe boosts their immune system. Is there any science? Is it proven? <laughs> I don't think so. But ba- Sweden still has a population. So maybe somewhat. Like, I well. would think hypothermia takes all their kids out. But apparently the kids are still kicking. This is wild. I mean, they would stop doing it if it didn't work. And also, yeah, d- d- ja or ja. I thought you were saying da. 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 I could be saying anything. <laughs> it all. I mumble so much. You, you'll never know. It's always right <laughs> or always wrong. <laughs> so, uh, congrats but, on guessing it right. <laughs> oh, thank you. But yes, put your baby outside. You have a beautiful backyard. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. even hit sub zero. So, like, I don't even know if you'll they'll get the strength. Um. But, I mean, put that baby outside. Yeah. You have, it's all new. Um, and if you just bring a little crib out there, put a little mosquito net around him, I really do think you probably mosquito could net. be fine. And, and just like a camera in case a coyote uh, comes. Yeah, get, oh, true. Well, and I was coyotes. also thinking, because like nurseries where... <laughs> or you let your baby be raised by coyotes for a little bit. Probably there we go. Listen, Call the that's wild. That's the way to toughen up the kid. That is the way to make them... Ready for anything. Um, Hooked on phonics like, will need to be like brought in later. <laughs> He's going to need a fair amount of They're going to growl otherwise. for most things. and Rabies is a probably, it's probably happening. But You're going to put down chicky nuggets on his table and he's going to knock them down to the ground, get on all fours and nom those up. And then also bite your hand. <laughs> 
He will not break uh, eye contact with you while he eats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm just picturing my feral little child. Now. Yeah. Give him to coyotes. <laughs> uh, but I think I think Sweden's on to something, but I think I need to take it a step further. And the whole nursery is now just going to be the backyard. Can you think of how easy cleanup will be with messy diaper changes if I can just hose that kid off? Hose yeah. them off, throw the diapers in the neighbor's yard. There's so many. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> just toss it. Just not so your problem anymore. Here. Not my problem. And Sorry. then if they say anything, be like, I'm fucking, I just had a kid. Do you really want to come at me right now? Now. Now of all times. The yeah. kid threw it, not me. <laughs> all right. Tell so them you're two seconds, away, two seconds away from giving them to a coyote. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll just be like, oh, okay, all right. All okay, right. okay, please something. don't give your child to a coyote. Um, th- I feel like we have aced our first uh, crash course lesson. And that is take after the Swedes, but go a step further. Whole baby lives outside forever, raised by coyotes. Oh, <laughs> all baby changes, all things like that happen outside. And it'll be fine and tougher for it. It'll be like, you know how when you let kids first touch grass, they freak out? Your baby, mm-hmm. when they first touch carpet, it's going to be like, what the actual fuck is this? I'm not You itchy. brought up another good thing, too, because, like, I have a weird thing with textures, and I don't want my kid to be a little weirdo like me with all my texture Rub those problems. feet all over grass. Outside, they're going to they're gonna have to suck it up yeah. and be okay with a lot of things. There's so many textures out there. All right. That was excellent. Thank you for a Crash Course Lesson 101. Um, our first lesson, I feel like we've aced it. I feel like other soon-to-be parents are just going to learn so much from us, too. I feel like we're, we're, we're really educating the world. We're really helping the next generation. They're going to be so sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. resistant to cold. <laughs> <laughs> and feral. <laughs> A Let's little get feral. back into our adventure. They do get hooked on phonics later, so a little feral. You know, and, that's fair. I'm um, speaking of feral we rolled a two which is caitlin's number who is arguably the most feral of all three of us mm, without a doubt no argument yes <laughs> everyone would agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for this number caitlin is our animal expert and cassie likes to challenge her animal expertise by having her essentially teach us about unusual animals uh caitlin this week I have a real joy of an animal. Oh, uh, good. I absolutely love this little guy. Um, it is called the Binturong. Binturong. B-I-N-T-U-R-O-N-G, a.k.a. the bear cat. Mm. Oh, yes. I must tell you about the bear cat. You tell me all about it. I told <laughs> I, you I loved it, and now you tell everybody why, how great this little thing is. Of course. So bear cats, very fun. Love them. They're actually more like cats than bears. Uh, their ears are so cute, and they have um, a little extra piece of hair hanging out of each one of them, uh, of their ears. So it's like all their hair is normally sized, and then at the very tip of their ears, there's like an extra long, like inch and a half hair sticking straight up. Um, they're also called alfalfa cats every once in a while. What was that now? Alfalfa cats. Alfalfa? Alfalfa. Okay, okay, cool. Alfalfa cats. But we can call them bear cats for continuity purposes. Um, and these bear cats, again, they, they do look a lot like cats, like little house cats. Mm-hmm. And their tails are so fun, uh, bushy, um, and remind me of a feather duster. Oh, okay. Very, very fluffy. Um, and the bear cat um, is called the bear cat because it climbs in the trees and it makes people think it's a bear. But it's a cat. But it's a cat. And you want to know how it makes people think it's a beer? How does it do that? It roars like a beer. Got to hear that roar. You know I need that roar. Of course. Mm-hmm. The sound that the beer cat makes, it's... Roar! It starts off very, like, feral. Mm-hmm. And then goes no. barrel. Yep. I was. Sorry. I almost And my favorite beer cat's name is Gerald. Gerald the bear cat? Gerald the bear cat who's a little feral. <laughs> Any questions? Nope. I love their little alfalfa ears. Nope. No, actually, that is a question. What What do that mean? The alfalfa ears? Yeah. It means they have ears that have an inch and a half long hair that sticks out of the top of it. Like alfalfa. Like, 
Little Rascals. Little, little Rascals. <laughs> I kept thinking of Alpha Alpha Hey. And I was like, how is this relating? I was on the same page. I immediately went to Alpha Alpha for Little Rascals. Just a little. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Again, I like, I just, I knew I loved them, but I didn't know that much about oh, them. Oh, it's so okay. And I, I got to meet, was it Gerald? <laughs> Gerald O'Farrell. Bear Cat. Bear Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we did find some similar things. Um, Oh, yay. It do look, I do need everybody, if it's safe for you to look this up, because they're a little joy. Um, Mm -hmm. they are a mammal that lives in the rainforest of Southeast Asia. Uh, they get their name because they do like, like a mix between a little bear and a cat. Um, they do spend the majority of their time straight lounging and chilling in trees. So you're right. They do go up in them trees. Uh, that's because they like to find the little snackies up there and just kind of chill. Uh, there's a couple things that make this animal unique. One being their look and that they look like the mix between a bear and a cat. The other is their tail, which is a prehensile, uh, which means it is capable of gripping things. So this thing is essentially like a long, beefy arm for them. So when they're like climbing up the trees and stuff, they kind of grab on by that tail. And it's like a it monkey to- tail. Yeah, but it is. Um, it's as long as their body, their head and their body put together and just beefy as shit. Um, it is beefy. I thought it was just furry, but now knowing that it's all muscle beneath that, yeah, that's oh, a, damn. It's one of the main things that gets them up on trees. And um, the the bear cat is one of two mammals that has a tail like that. It, also, an adorable little fact about their tail is when they sleep, they kind of curl up under the tail and they like tuck it in and they go under the tail as like little protection. It's cute as fuck. Also, the best thing about these little guys, these fun little freaks, you guys. Um, their smell, if you were to guess what these guys smell like, what would you say? Fruit. Fruits. They look like adorably mangy, mm-hmm. but they do look mangy. I, w- I would expect them to smell like like grass or something, like dirt and grass. Mm-hmm. These are all things you would think you would expect an animal out in the rainforest to smell like. What these guys actually smell like is popcorn. Anyone? What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> they smell like popcorn, and that's because um, it's actually the smell is coming from their junk. It's a uh, oh, <laughs> whoa due to a mixture. significantly less adorable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Their it's dick so- smells like popcorn. Gross. <laughs> their dick or vagina is Caitlin. whatever. Their it's stuff. Because, it's because of their urine and the mix in the urine and how it like does with their bodies. They smell like popcorn, and so when you're in the area and you smell popcorn up in a tree. There's a little bear cat up there. There's some piss above you. Wow. wow. Um their little faces, okay, they're they're a little bi- they have like tiny bear ears. Tiny like bear a ears. Tiny bear face. It mm-hmm. looks like a bear cub face. With a big old cat whiskers. Oh, yeah. oh my god. I love their like haunting eyes. Yeah. They're like little like they, if you were to paint their eyes on there, it's like little grayish green dots. They look like they've seen some things. Yes. All of them. And yeah. I don't know what it would be because they legit just straight chill in trees most of the time. God, I love them so much. And I their really, paws are adorable. The ones of them like just completely flopped out with their limbs dangling from the tree branches. Is yeah. It's just precious. Like they, that is. It's so cute. It's literally like you just kind of place them on there and they just go flat. Like they don't even try yes. to like their comfy is just hanging on it. And it, I love it. Their paws are not like cat or dog paws though. They're like they're seriously like bear paws. Yeah. The way that they have the padding and stuff like that, it's crazy. And they're like close to uh, I don't remember which. There's a zoo out there. They're like close to extinction, I think. Um and there's like people, you know, who all day all they do is watch them and try to like learn their habits and stuff and like the people have a little journal on it and literally the whole time it's just like it's essentially like Gerald went up the tree again. Chilled in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald the bear cat. Gerald Jail's up in that tree again, chilling. Just hanging, adorably sleeping, curled under his toe. Oh, that's so flipping cute. The right. the baby versions of them are also very adorable, the but I, God, I love them all. God, they're so fucking cute. They're cute yet fucked up and they're perfect. I, I love, love them. them. They're just like the perfect amount of fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. That was very, very good. Um Thank you for your animal expertise, Caitlin, and the little extra knowledge you had, Cassie. You're both going to get 10 points. Actually, Caitlin, you're going to get 15. You got a lot really, really on par with especially the alfalfa ears. Thank you. All right. Back to our baby lessons and figuring out what we're going to do as an alternative. 
we've mentioned that the baby doesn't have a nursery yet. That's fine. Um, baby will probably sleep in the outdoors or outside and just have that <laughs> space as their nursery. And that'll be fine. Um, but another slight issue. Baby also does not have a crib. Ah. Crib is not coming mm-hmm. until after baby is born. Ah. Um, because I don't know if you guys are aware in the world today, uh, orders are delayed and shipments are delayed. Crib was supposed to be here next week. Crib got pushed back until August. So, mm. chill. you know, chill. it's chill. It's very chill. Um, so bed, slight issue. But that's okay because um, countries like Finland don't even have their babies sleep in like cribs for a while. Um, and I would love for each of you to guess what alternative Finland has their baby sleep in? I think I know this. Is it uh, like a push carriage thing? No. Like a stroller? That would be a good guess, but no. Mm. Dresser drawers. Very close, but not ah. quite. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Wait, okay, hold on. Kitchen drawers. <laughs> the knife rack. <laughs> drawers. <laughs> the oven. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Gotta preheat this. Wait, let's <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> Did you guys ever play that Steam game where one of you was the baby trying? Yes. To- <laughs> where you, one of them's the baby and one's the daddy, and the baby just tries to kill itself, and the dad tries to keep the baby from Prevent killing it. itself. Yeah. And there was always like, you know, the baby like you could open up the oven and get in there. Like, baby could grab knife and you. Just what game was yeah. this? I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. I think the fuck. <laughs> Don't I'll kill baby or something. It's how, I think it really think it was like don't kill baby. <laughs> um, but this sounds like one of those fake games that like would have been pitched by like a, no, it's it's real. I mean, it's a Steam game, so essentially. But um, I'll send this to you. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, what it is, do. so you can train on this one. But I'm close mm-hmm. with who's your daddy drawer. Yep, who's your daddy? <laughs> Clearly, this uh, adult that can't keep you alive is sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, dresser drawer is close. The shower. <laughs> further? That's is a, that that's further, further from dresser much drawer? Much further. Interesting. Uh, nightstand. Nope. All right. One more guess each. The bed. Your, your bed. No. And that's actually very dangerous. <laughs> they have <laughs> trundle beds, except the bottom is just a Big old storage container for <laughs> throw the baby in there. Okay, that's actually not far off. Cardboard boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so in Finland, the hospital actually does this really great thing where they send you home with a whole cardboard box full of like supplies, <laughs> diapers, and everything like that. But the cardboard box turns into the baby's first bed. Oh, uh, you know what? Essentially, same thing. Babies. Oh my god! If you look up Finland baby, it's just babies in boxes. That's good. It's proven. Throw your baby in a box. But books, it's like, proven. I wouldn't be the first to do this. I have a shit ton of cardboard boxes always around. We, we get shipments all the time, yeah. not from the crib, but you know everything else. And so that we've got we've got boxes of all sizes for them to like grow into. I'm serious. There's no need to spend extra money on like crib or expedite anything. Get oh, a fucking a box. box. Like get a box. It looks like. It looks like a um, a comic book box would be a perfect size for a baby. Like yeah. l- long length, I think enough room for, for child, you know, mm-hmm. depending upon, you know, the different child size. But I, I do think a comic book box would be the best or just like a baker box that you put records in. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Finland, babies are out here sleeping in cardboard boxes. I, I love this. I love this so much. You're set. And that's that's the next lesson for you. Don't have a crib. Don't have a place for baby to sleep. It's fine. Box. Or a drawer. Box. And think about it. How much did you fucking love playing in boxes as a child? That's what... There was a whole... Out like, of the different... box was so fucking hot. Yeah. It was so good. You're just going to get their creative juices flowing instantly. You They're get one box. And joy. Put it on another. <laughs> something about it he's inside i only remember the ending out of the box out of the box box. yeah that's what i remember i didn't remember you get one box and put it on another (laughs) i was always so jealous one of my boxes ever turn into something like that um so yeah it it turns into a toy for your child after it's their bed and that's a win-win 
in my book. So um, child lesson number two, just use this cardboard box. Some of them are like the fancy like Christmas gift ones and they leave the lid yeah. on the bottom just to let you know that, yeah, this, this is a box. This is, ex- it, is actually a this box. This is exactly what you think it is, is a cardboard box. All right. This is our final lesson, our final piece of advice for our baby raising, baby care crash course. And this is less on raising the baby, but the other part that I have neglected to research or um, have ready, and that's labor. Ah. Labor, not uh, not so pleasant from what I've heard. Uh, not a little walk in the Does park. Does not sound lit. Mm-mm, not uh-uh. a great time. And, you know, I'm not afraid to admit, I'm a weak little person. I'm a little weakling. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I was I was doing my due diligence and doing some research on, like, what could make me stronger? Mm. And there are some traditions from all over the world. And uh, I would like you to uh, guess whether this one is true or false. True or false. In Ecuador, women are given their partners sweaty shirts that they have worn in a hard after a hard day's work to wear during labor so that they can borrow strength from their partner. True. Mm-hmm. I'll just say false because it's gross. <laughs> it is true. It's a very common practice gross. for mm-hmm. uh, the partners to go out and like do some heavy labor and sweat in the shirt and then give it to... Do some labor so she can do labor. Going into labor and then they're supposed to, you know, somehow absorb that sweaty strength from their partner that would um, make me give up like this I, is a really gross concept to me because i couldn't i could not wear a sweaty shirt that my husband had been sweating i have a hard enough time with my own sweaty clothes mm-hmm. like as soon as i start to sweat in them i'm like gotta come off um so I think this is such a cool tradition. It's not for me. So the challenge here is for our final crash course lesson. What am I going to do for strength, guys? What's my alternative? Because I'm not wearing my husband's sweaty shirt. Mm. Um, you could just um, have uh, just like books, audiobooks playing to give you mm-hmm. strength. Um, also, just like prop yourself up. I don't know the different labor positions, but whatever <laughs> it is, like just be on a bed of books, essentially. Mm. Oh, and just, like, okay. Kind like, of, you know, like Prince Lippy, like yeah. <laughs> and whenever you need strength, you know, just kind of like r- stroke the books, feel the books, uh-huh. let them know that the power of knowledge and the power of reading <laughs> is right. behind you and backing you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, books. I'm gonna go a completely different way. Um, uh huh. In, in order to help you with labor, I think we need to have um, just anyone that you're angry with. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, let's just say that bad doctor you had. They need to be right yeah. there and you need to be able to punch them. Like, you know how sometimes people in labor, like, they get angry? You need yeah. that, that fucking asshole doctor who said those mean things to you. You need him right there. And you need mm-hmm. him by your side so you can beat the shit out of him. And I feel like that is the best pain relief you could ever get. And yeah. I feel like if you accidentally pop a baby out as you punch him, I mean, you're just going to have a kick-ass that's, little kid. That's a lit-ass that's baby. True. Yeah. Option number three, inspired by Caitlin. Nothing uh-huh. makes you more angry or gives you more power than um, road rage and being on the road mm, behind. Yeah. Have a, a car, person. baby. Give you give you one of those child Fisher Price steering wheels. Let you uh-huh. run on that horn. Uh-huh. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> He's coming. Oh, ideas. Uh, <laughs> I do really love the idea of being able to like punch the shit out of asshole doctors mm-hmm. while sim- simultaneously having road rage and getting a lot of my anger like you know i'm gonna instead of just be like just the grunting and screaming that women normally do i'm gonna be mm-hmm. calling people butt wipes like i do on the road and that's a gonna relieve wipe. some of my because mm-hmm. <laughs> that really scares people you but you have you have six I don't know. weeks I to get a better asshole. better insult <laughs> no 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 but yeah. like i use i use the regular curse words so commonly in my everyday life that i have to have certain words for my road rage <laughs> and butt wipe is satisfying because butt wipe is would expect okay it's more devastating is it yeah I'm, we literally so i had no idea that that baby wipes the things that you wipe your butt with that is moist 
I didn't know yeah. that this was not called butt wipes because my family always called it this. Mm. So I just feel but like you're calling it like it. a small towelette. Like you a take a nice towelette. shit and you use that moistened towelette. You're calling the person that thing that you use. They're very useful to though. Get to clean your butt. Crap very useful. Between your cheeks. Useful, but they are still a butt rag. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like <laughs> butt rag. I like, okay, I like butt rag. Okay, butt rag is essentially what I'm saying. I'm calling a person that, and I just I like feel like rag. that's a little more satisfying than calling them, you know, just just a regular old asshole or whatever. Butt rag. Satisfying it is. I, I don't understand how that changed it so dramatically, uh, but you, you now understand it. Because a butt wipe is moistened and so useful. I feel it's like the it's the dryness it's, of a rag. Oh, dryness <laughs> of a fucking rag. Like, I don't even want to, like, clean my, 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 my TV with this because it's too rough. Let alone my asshole. Like, <laughs> you are a butt rag. <laughs> you useless butt rag. I love that. I'm stealing it forever. <laughs> All right, that last crash course lesson was a twofer. You got some labor tips if you're like me and have severe road rage and a love of books. Uh, and also a new insult for, <laughs> butt rags. for any situation in life. Uh, wait, 230 episodes in, can we have a, uh, a like... Name the listeners. Name the listeners. You all are, are butt rags. <laughs> what's up, butt rags? What up, butt rags? Hey, what's butt up, rags, rag all you butt rags out there. Hope you're having a great Monday. <laughs> butt rags sound off in the comics. <laughs> Give a good wipe to your friend over here. <laughs> Wow. Are you, is anybody still listening? Are you all still there? They I came don't back. Blame you if they you came left. back for butt rags. They came back to find out what butt rags mean. Wow. All right. I feel like on that note, I have to take us to the end. I feel like I cannot let us get any further down this rabbit hole of insults and nicknames. Um, so to end out our episode, we have to highlight our successes. Obviously, success number one, we gave the world all the necessary tips for baby care and labor. I feel like there's nothing more to know. That's it. That's um, it. We can write a book now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> qualified. Teach a class. Do whatever. We've got this. We're qualified. Um, so that's a big success. What else have you succeeded in this week? Uh, books we did a huge thing um you actually don't Mm -hmm. even know about it yet so uh cassie have you have you told her yet no no okay we have big news books we uh (laughs) we were able to rent a house that means our boys have a backyard oh my goodness i'm so happy for you that means we can have people over it looks it's so cute it was when they we saw pictures of it i was like they intend this one for a family there's no way we are getting this because it's just so specifically family built and they're letting us little heathens in there with our boys i came into this and i was like this is much too nice like this is exactly what i would like imagine as like a perfect house for us to live in and then i asked the lady because i was like there's no there's no harm in asking this i was like will you give this to four adults and not like a (laughs) To, uh, like a family with children and she says i cannot discriminate and i was like fuck i love you because everyone else has everyone else doesn't care about that law everyone else to our face says i know that's a law fuck you guys they said fuck you yeah. we don't want four adults living here we want children <laughs> it's like i won't fucking rent on if the I walls rent out yeah i would rather rent out to four adults than children four adults with established jobs yeah who are about- four chances that rent's not going to be a problem and yeah no one writing on walls or screaming all night well i'll scream but like you know for podcast <laughs> nights it's only a podcast nights. only yeah it's it's occasionally once a week once you a know week. um but yeah we got a we got a, a cool um new digs that we get to move into so yes. as you move stuff into or nothing into that that one room for your for your child <laughs> Keep it will, empty and wallless yeah! yeah we will be having walls to live in yeah and so happy for you with guys. a backyard that the boys need Fuck and yeah. love so excited for that but yeah, that's probably like that's the the biggest success for us. So uh, I'll join in on that one. And other than that, we just had a good little weekend. We uh we hit up a new brewery that has a pool in it. We did not hit the pool, but we did just like chill at this very chill brewery. And also we went to a little uh Pride Makers Market. So it was all these stuff that people makes, but then they also made it gay. And I was like, shout out, let's go. 
you didn't mention that we also went to a new tea house. That was probably the coolest tea house yeah, I've ever been to It's a tea house that's life. open till like 2 a.m. It's yep. lit as shit. The so, fuck? We need to go. Yeah, it, it oh. was a good time. We brought Legos to the tea house, got fucking twisted. We got twisted on tea. They had chicken you can buy there too. I bought chicken. Mm, I bought chicken nice. and tea. And we were just building Lego and we were at a big table. So each time somebody sat down, they were just like, mm, let me tell you my Lego story. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. This is exactly Amazing. what I want. And then it was funny because the children, like, because it was next to a high school, the children wouldn't sit by us, but the people specifically our age came over to All tell us. All the adults were like, yeah. mm, I have a Lego story. <laughs> I own a $600 Lego castle. It's like, bitch, tell me more. Bitch, tell me every little bit. <laughs> I want to know all the peace information. Beautiful. That's a lit weekend. That's it like was, everything you could possibly want. It was yeah. really cool. Um, I actually have two successes as well. I had not so, so lit, but I did go up to the, the mountains for my weekend, oh, so which is always a good time. Um, my, it was just my parents, uh, Nick and I, and our dogs. So it was really just a dog weekend. Oh. Um, and they got to play so, so much. Our dog is such a good boy. Um, like the whole weekend, my parents were like, he is so good. Your dog is so good. Like it was just, it was really just my parents being dog grandparents to our puppy and spoiling him and loving him. And oh. that was a good weekend. Oh. Um, I know it's kind of precious too. My dad got a little buzzed, actually a little tipsy and got very sentimental about how good our dog is. <laughs> it was oh just a very God. wholesome, sweet moment as he was talking to my husband and he was just like, I'm so proud of how well you've trained your dog. He's so good <gasps> for you guys. And he's just the best dog. <laughs> like, this is adorable. And precious. Thank you. Oh, I'm man. about to have your human grandchild, but I love that. This is your thought process right now. You're so focused because my dog <laughs> is the best. You are right. Thank you. <laughs> He is a beautiful boy. Um, and then my other success is, guys, it's only been like eight months. Not it's seven or eight months. I finally changed my name. Oh, <laughs> I, it. I did, did it. Yeah, you did. I'm so proud of you. I so, changed mine as um, well, but I haven't only changed it on one document. All the rest of them are still the other one. So it's just, it's nice. You beat me. I have so. two names now, so... Uh, yeah, that I've only done the one document and still waiting for it in the mail, but, uh, it should be coming very soon and hopefully I get everything in order before I have to fill out those birth certificate forms and put two names on. Oh! That was, yep, yep, that yep. was the rush. Mm-hmm. See, that is the benefit of putting my last name as my middle name still, because it's like, yeah. it's still kind of valid. Like, it it's like still like the fucking same, so... <laughs> I, I didn't want to keep my last name, so I'm okay with it gone. Just was very happy. You didn't need to get rid of yours. Yeah. Um, all right. So those are some great successes. Continuing right off of those. Caitlin, can you give us the point totals for this episode? Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. That's that screaming. That's that screaming. Gonna Prepare neighbors. My teacher, child, how to do that. Uh, with 82,510 points, it's going to be Cassie at the bottom. In the middle with 82,569 points. Nice. It's going to be books. And at the top of the leader, but with 62,690 points, it's me. Damn. We're getting there. We're working on, we're working on closing that gap. Um, and speaking of uh, closing that gap, that happens best when we change up who our DM is. And that's what I'm about to do right now. I think it could be all three of us next. That's week. correct. So I'm going to yeah, go yeah. ahead and roll some dice and see who will be our next DM. Caitlin, I'm rolling for you, and you got a three. Oh, so I don't think it's going to be you. Strong. Who knows? Cassie? There's two numbers below it. It's true. Cassie, you got a 19. Oh, Very my nice. goodness. I'm out, I'm nice. out of the game, guys. Oh, uh, and I got a 15. So Cassie will be your next DM. Um, and you can help her out throughout her episode. Every time we, we uh, dive into our adventure log, we always have a chance of rolling number 10. Number 10 is follower question. And for that role, we talk about any sort of question topic you submit to us. So send over your quests, questions, topics. You can send those to any of our social media pages. That's at Unnatural 20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can email us at natural20s at gmail.com. And we would love to discuss any sort of question you have. And you'd really be helping Cassie out in case she rolls number 10. If you have already been part of our adventure, you don't have any good questions. Listen, I've been there. I'm just sometimes, you know, just don't have things to think about. But sometimes I still want stuff. 
I still want to feel like I'm a part of everything. And you can. You can actually get stuff from us by giving us something. All you got to do is you got to give us a review. You got to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and write us a review. Let us know you wrote that review. And then we will send you free dice and free stickers. That's all it takes. Then you give us something. We give you something arguably a little bit more valuable and a little bit more fun, like some real cool dice. So please let us know you did that. You can let us know again on any of our social media platforms at Unnatural 20s, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If that's still not enough for you, you can go ahead and go on over to patreon.com slash Unnatural 20s for more content, more stuff about us. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get stuff from us on patreon.com slash Unnatural 20s. Uh, uh, you should also check out our friends over at Your Pop Filter. We're recently featured on an OC podcast. So welcome to the OC bitches, um, which with the cast of the OC. So do you remember their Amazing. names? Uh, Rachel, Bilson. Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark. Yes. Yeah, so Summer and uh, Julie Cooper from Juku. the o- Juku from the OC. They actually got to go in studio and talk to them. So you can watch it on YouTube and on the Welcome to the OC Bitches feed. Mm-hmm. It's the season two recap. And that's it's our friends. Mike very and Ra- good episode. Oh, good. I I watched it and listened to it and. <laughs> Uh, they let us know ahead of time that it was happening, which they were signed an NDA. So I just, I just outed them, but uh, it's already dropped. <laughs> but we didn't spill it to anyone else, okay? <laughs> we didn't tell anyone else until right now. They I promise. It. I promise. In Mike's defense, he was a little drunk when he told me. Oh. <laughs> he, they were hot off coming from there when we saw them, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was. It's just so. It's a really good episode. Welcome to the OC bitches, and that's our friends over at Your Pop Filter, Mike and Ryan. They um, did an awesome job talking to them and talking about the OC, which we all love and we currently live in. So it was a great yeah. OC perspective of the OC. And they in that show they mentioned the city I currently live in. Uh, Julie Cooper's from Riverside. So. Riverside. <laughs> There's some reputation representation right there. So you just definitely should check that out while you're over checking out that. You might as well check out some of the other Your Prop Filter shows, Cassie, of which happens to be the host on. Caitlin is also a guest of Superhero Show Show, um, our co-host. I don't know what the right word is for their shows, but... I don't know either. Something. (laughs) (laughs) She's on it. Uh, Superhero Show Show. And they have a lot of other great content that you should check out as well. Um, Speaking of other great content, Unnatural 20s is very proud to be a part of the Scavengers Network. And sometimes we get it. We're a bit much for some people. But you know what? They have a lot of other great shows. You can check out Timeline Scavengers if you want to get to a deep dive of all things Marvel. Marvel is popping off right now. And Timeline Scavengers is assembling the entire Marvel... um, Cinematic Universe. Cinematic Universe. Thank you. (laughs) For... Uh, so we don't have to. They're doing that work. And that helps us a lot. So you can check out that show, our show, and so much more at scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. <laughs>